The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Not everyone who says to me, Lord God, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not drive out demons in your name? Did we not do mighty deeds in your name? Then I will declare to them solemnly, I never knew you. Depart from me, you evildoers. Everyone who listens to these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on rock. The rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and buffeted the house. But it did not collapse. It had been set solidly on rock. And everyone who listens to these words of mine, but does not act on them, will be like a fool who built his house on sand. The rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and buffeted the house, and it collapsed and was completely ruined. The Gospel of the Lord. Think back now to when the apostles are sent to go out into the world and to preach. And when we look at the context of the ancient world, we begin to see why Christianity is utterly strange. Never lose that, by the way, how strange our religion is. So if you think back, so the mighty, in the first century, the mightiest empire at the time is Rome. And whenever Rome would conquer, so you think about the Roman legions going out and fanning out into the ancient world, when they would conquer your culture, what the Romans would do is that they, they would adopt your gods. They would add them to the, the pantheon of the different gods because they were very uh, uh, reverential towards the different gods. And so they, they would conquer you and they, they would basically add your religion to their own. And Paul would use this. Think back to the Acts of the Apostles. Remember when he's in Athens, he's at the Areopagus, and he begins to preach to the first time this Christian message. And in his, in his speech, we have this recorded in Acts, it's one of the greatest examples of proclamation. He says, you Athenians are a religious people. Remember, he begins his, his speech. And it says, I was looking, walking around through your temples, and I was marveling at your different gods. And then he said, he said, he noticed an altar. He said, and the Greeks had written out, so the Greeks and the Romans, very similar, like a different pantheon of gods. And he says that to the Greeks, they had an inscription, to the unknown God. Because again, that points to the, re the religiosity of the ancient world. They were very mindful of the different gods. And then Paul you would use that, and he says to them, to you what you unknowingly worship, I now proclaim to you. And then he goes into the Christian message. This Jesus, the true God, who has been tortured and crucified in the most horrific way, has been killed by you and raised up on the third day. See, now this is where Christianity was absolutely startling for the ancient world. Because remember, they're used to all these different gods. So to say, that, oh, Jesus is God, they would have simply nodded their heads. Okay, good. We, well, we got hundreds of gods. Jesus is among uh, one of them. 
For no, now I proclaim to you, Jesus has been risen from the dead and now lives. This is the heart of what's called in Greek the kerygma, the proclamation Jesus has risen from the dead. And this is where, as modern Christians, where our power lies. St. Paul would say that the proclamation, the kerygma, is in Greek dynamus, which means dynamite. Paul was saying, I am walking around the ancient world with dynamite because I am proclaiming to you that Christ has been risen from the dead. Because what we're facing now into our, our age is they'll accept Christianity as a religion of niceties. Oh, Christianity, oh, just be nice and be calm, be tolerant. All of these virtues that the modern world tries to say about us. So, no, the heart of Christianity absolutely is, is, is mindful of loving our neighbor, absolutely. But the dynamite of our faith is that Christ has been risen from the dead and now lives. Not less than, but more now through us. See, that's the dynamite, the strangeness of our faith. He is alive and he lives. And once we get that, then we can finally become the Christians in his gospel today that he wants us to be. A Christian who hears the word of God and puts it into practice. The word of God now risen from the dead. And if indeed that is true, then we're built on solid rock. And no matter how many winds, the waves buffet our house, we stand firm on the risen Lord.